Good Monday morning and welcome to The Daily Buzz. I'm your host, Jeff Parrott. The Utah legislature overturned Governor Spencer Cox's veto of House Bill 11 on Friday. State Watch reporter Kimball Horquez has been covering Utah's Capitol Hill this year and has an update on what lawmakers vote to overturn the bill means for Utahns. This is Kim Bojorquez reporting from the Utah Capitol. On Friday, the Utah legislator voted to override Governor Spencer Cox's veto on a bill that would bar transgender girls from participating in school sports matching their gender identity. The law is set to take effect on July 1st of this year. In response, several Democratic and progressive groups condemned lawmakers for not letting the governor's veto stand. In a statement on Friday afternoon, The ACLU of Utah said litigation over the transgender youth sports legislation was inevitable. A recent proposal to dredge Utah Lake could potentially lead to problems with water usage rights along the Wasatch Front. Open Lands reporter Brian Maffley discusses the recent controversy over what to do with Utah Lake. With us now to talk about the water rights at Utah Lake and how a dredging project might affect them is our Open Lands reporter Brian Maffley. Brian, thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's good to be here. Brian, why don't you introduce this project to us? Yeah, Grant. So there's a company that has a lot of la- legislative backing to dredge Utah Lake, which is you know Utah's largest natural freshwater body, um, to in, in the hopes of fixing its you know really badly degraded water quality. And the idea is to you know, reshape the bed of the lake, deepen it by seven feet, you know, dig up a billion cubic yards of lake bed and then shape it into to numerous islands covering about 18,000 acres. So in the process of doing that, they'll make the lake uh, 386 acre feet larger. And you know, to put that number in perspective, that's more than double the size of Deer Creek Reservoir, about 10 miles up the Provo River from Utah Lake. So the interesting thing about your story is how intricate the water rights are around this lake and how they've developed historically. Why don't you start by talking about the lake elevation and where it is and how that might be affected by dredging? Yeah, well, to to preface that, the company Lake Restoration Solutions has really hyped this component of the project that's going to increase Utah's water supply by up to 386,000 acre feet. And so what we have heard now from various water managers who depend on the water that flows through the lake and the Provo River is that the increase in volume of the lake will not actually increase the water supply by much. We don't know if it may even possibly reduce the ability of the lake to store water in an active way. It, what they're afraid of is, is that they're just gonna be enlarging the lakes, what's called Deadpool, which is the part of a reservoir that is not accessible for use. And so in this case, the lake holds about 800 acre feet when it's full at this elevation, 4,489 feet above sea level. Now that's a level that's been determined by the courts over literally a century of lawsuits pitting the downstream uh, growers and the upstream growers over the years, because what would happen was to use Utah Lake as for water storage means holding the water back. And what happened in past decades was that would bring the water level of the lake up and then flood all this farmland on the north and east shore of the lake. But for the downstream farmers in Salt Lake Valley, 
they needed to do that in order for that water to be available for irrigation season later in the summer. So to establish the peace, you know, the court said the, the lake needs to be at this elevation. It's okay if it goes below it, but if it goes above it, the water needs to be allowed to flow down the Jordan River. Today, you know, we're in a drought. The lake level is probably four or five feet below that right now. So the lake is quite a bit smaller than it would be were it full. For the lake to function as a water storage facility, you need to keep the water level at about that, that elevation. Groups like the Utah Lake Water Users Association, which serves Salt Lake City, and many of the municipal water providers downstream, and also the Provo River Waters Association, what they're concerned is, is that dredging the lake is just going to upset this really delicate balance and lead to uh, you know, a lot of controversy and chaos. Brian, I've been editing you on Utah Lake for a while. I'm going to yeah. throw you a curveball here for the last question. Give me the weirdest Utah Lake fact that you know. Yeah, I mean, some, I think the weirdest is the proliferation of carp, which was you know, introduced into the lake in the 1880s in the hopes of creating this food source. And all they really did was, was displace all the native fish that actually were good to eat, like you know, cutthroat trout. And now we've got all these other introduced fish, uh, including northern pike, which have proliferated to the point that they're, they're causing incredible environmental damage. And, uh, and now we've, got, we've reached a point with the northern pike that they, you know, it's illegal to throw a, a northern pike back into the lake if you catch it. To me, that's a kind of a weird fact. You got to eat that sucker if you catch it. Yeah, but you got to know how to cook it because they're super bony. And if you cook it right, they're just dynamite. And if you don't, it's like you feed it to the cat. Okay, I need you to tweet out your, your pike recipe and then we'll tell people to visit you on Twitter. Okay, I'll find some. All right, Brian Maffley, thanks for talking to us. As one of the editors at the Tribune, I've been working on the Daily Buzz for our first 50 episodes. It's been great, but I'm excited to announce we have some changes starting this week. The Daily Buzz will now have four permanent hosts who'll bring you the news one week at a time. Reporters Kimba Horquez, Pollock Jaiswal, Sage Miller, and Dade Nolander will take over hosting and production duties for the Daily Buzz. Pollock will be first to take the mic. She starts tomorrow, and you hear from her the rest of the week. Because I'm lucky enough to work with these talented journalists every day, I can say without a doubt that the Daily Buzz is only getting better. Thank you for listening. And I'd like to give a huge shout out to the band The Pelicans from right here in Salt Lake City for our music. Have a great day, folks.